Welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show where I tell you everything you need to know. And did I not say last week that Taylor Swift was up to something? I'm not going to say that I predicted the future. Like I'm not going to, you know, be that person. But did I not say? I My little Swifty heart exploded on Sunday. <laughs> so silly. I'll get into it. The VMAs everything. I'm so excited. The other resident Swifty in my house, my husband is also very excited. He, I don't know that he would admit he was a Swifty, but I can assure you with a hundred percent certainty that he is. He, he, <laughs> he's going to get so mad. He loves Cardigan. I don't know why he loves Cardigan. <laughs> and he cannot explain the Love Triangle or the theories of Cardigan, Betty and August, he does not have that knowledge, but he he loves Cardigan. Whenever he gets drunk, he asks, he's like, Alexa, play Cardigan, but it's a mess. But anyway, welcome back to the show. So happy you are here. I am officially changing the show to Fridays. I hope that messes up no one's schedule. Thank you all who listen and who will continue to listen when the show comes out on Fridays. I just... I work too many Wednesdays and I cannot come on here after a 12 hour shift and have word salad because that's what happens. Two episodes ago, that's what happened. Like, it sounds crazy. Like, it sounds crazier than when I come on in the afternoon. (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. And again, not to be a narcissist, I do listen to myself because A, I have to make sure that the episode sounds good. And B, I have to make sure that I said nothing so grossly offensive not that I would, but um, you know me and my tangents. Like I just got to make, I got to proofread myself, you know, proof listen. And I just, I don't have the energy to do it after work. Maybe one day when I work a non 12 hour shift job, maybe if I don't work at all or work part time, I don't know, hint, hint to my husband who was always like, you're going to work, whatever. But anyway, Fridays, 7 a.m., when the show will drop every week, which to, <laughs> to the nine of you who listen every Thursday morning, I'm so grateful. <laughs> I know you're the same nine people. I love you so much. Just please listen on Friday. <laughs> That's all I ask. And I do see my metrics and I know when people listen to the show, I don't get like an alert when someone listens. That would be not as annoying as you think because as I have said for the fourth episode in a row, my listens are kind of down, but it would just, you know, it, it would be a reminder. And I am going to make a conscious effort to like step up my game on social. I think that's one of the reasons my listens are down because I used to put a lot of content out there about the show and now I don't, but I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm so burned out. Oh my God. Someone at work a few months ago was like, are you burned out? I was like, I've been burned out. This is not my normal state of being. (laughs) Like I'm a crouton. I am twice baked. Like I am burned out. Yes. I need a two month break, but like who, who gets a two month break? I don't even think that you're allowed to take that much PTO at one time. Like I think my work has like a cap on the amount of vacation you can take. Which I understand from like a management perspective, like you have to staff a unit. But then I also like, if I earn this PTO, why can't I use it? I knew a girl, I worked with a girl at work 
uh, two jobs ago that never had any PTO. She was always using it. And she would work extra because when you work OT at some places, you accrue more overtime because instead of being like a 36 hour a week, then you're 48 and it, like with your pay, whatever, you get it. But she would have to work overtime <laughs> to earn enough PTO to go on trips and management would be like, we cannot give you this time off. You don't have the PTO. She's like, but I will at the time when I need it, <laughs> which that's very admirable. Like use your PTO. Like I'm for that. Like I said, a few episodes ago, I don't remember when it was like work-life balance sucks for this generation. And like, I feel like we're taking it back and that was definitely her taking it back. But like, it's a little stressful, you know? (laughs) Anyway, it was, it's been a good week. A lot of things have happened. I'm very excited. Tomorrow, Friday, when the show drops, something so, something I've been waiting for, for a while is happening. And my husband is involved and I'm going to film it just as I do all of my little um, outings that he doesn't know about. He doesn't know about any of those. If you follow me on Instagram, which I think all of you do, he doesn't know about any of the TikToks I post. <laughs> no, that's a lie. He saw the one about Costco. I don't think he saw the one when he left me in coach. I don't think he saw the other ones about like him making us late. He would have said something. He doesn't know. But we're going. To, we're going to a place. We are procuring a product. And we are celebrating said product. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave you in suspense. And I am still working on getting him on the show. It is okay. It's fine. He's traveling a lot. He has to go to Canada for work this month. And he's going to a French speaking part. So of course he's like, what's the word for this? What's the word for this? And I'm like, I spoke conversational French a decade ago. Like, I am not your person. (laughs) And then he was like, what do I do if I can't read a menu? I'm like, I'm pretty sure menus in Canada are also in English. Where you can ask an English-speaking Quebecian. Like, they know English. They're very smart people. Like, everyone, but he was like, no, people said that they don't speak a lot of English. I'm like, somebody speaks English. You're not going there speaking French. So somebody will speak English to you. (laughs) Like, I'm going to get texts the whole time. Like, what does this menu say? What does... The street sign say, help me with my hotel, whatever. Like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll just take a little bit of culture, you know, but he's never been there. He's very excited. It is for work, but it seems that when he travels for work, he has a lot of fun. (laughs) So I'm not feeling bad. He'll be fine. He gets to fly for free. And we know due to his status that he gets upgraded. So he's, he's fine. Like, if the only suffering you have on this trip is that you can't read a food menu and someone else has to help you, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I have no sympathy. Please. Anyway, today, I'll give you one. mm, This might actually give it away. No, I'm I'm not going to get, I was going to say, actually, no, I will. So today I am, it's September 1st, obviously, it's Thursday. I am consuming a beverage that is of the summer. It's light. It's refreshing. It has fruit. 
you know, my only complaint about these beverages is that the dehydrated fruit rehydrates itself and then slips through that hole in the top. And then you get like a slithery strawberry in your mouth and it's like, Bleh. like, <laughs> like, well, this is gross. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. I wanted a drink. <laughs> I don't want to chew my drink. Bleh. And I don't get a straw. I've talked about that before when Marissa was on. I don't get a straw. And I tell them now, please, no straw. Because they hand it to you with the drink and the straw and this. And like, no, no, I don't need a straw. And they have to retract their hand, take the straw out, put their hand back. So it's like, it's more work for them. Just ask me if I want a straw. Do you want a straw? No. It's less work than me being like, oh, I don't want a straw, but it's already in my face. And I might have already touched it. You know? Anyway, this like slithery fruit is like making me kind of nauseous, but it's okay. Soon, sooner than one may think, there will be fall inspired beverage in our lives. And I think it's available now, most places. And this, again, I will say, I say this every year and I did not have a podcast last year, I understand. So like no one heard me say this. It, for the life of me, does not make sense that nobody at Dunkin' Donuts has a pumpkin Dunkin' campaign. I don't understand. This is crazy to me. Like every year it's like pumpkins at Dunkin' or like something, some, like it's pumpkin Dunkin'. That's all you need. It's so fucking catchy. It's so quick. It's so cute. Put it on a shirt. Half your logo is already orange. Like, who do I have to speak to? Like, this makes me so irritated every year because I'm like, someone somewhere has to be like, Pumpkin Duncan, and someone else is like, that's stupid. And that person sucks. So let me just say, for the millionth time, Dunkin' Donuts, hire me. First of all, I'm very expensive. If you want to hire me, (laughs) just please realize that you're going to pay for these skills. Um, But like, Pumpkin Duncan, P-U-N-K-I-N, apostrophe, Duncan. Does the Duncan have an apostrophe? Does it? Let me look. We can't have mm, visually two apostrophes are kind of bothersome. Duncan. Let me see. Oh, it does. Even more reason to have it be pumpkin Duncan. God, this irritates me so much. Oh my God. Let me look at their um, most recent. What does this say? Happy pumpkin season. See, you're, you're fucking missing it, man. You are freaking missing it. Pumpkin Duncan. I cannot be the only person who's ever thought of this. I realize that, but it bothers me every year. Like you're getting it wrong. You're getting it wrong. I would wear a shirt that says pumpkin Duncan. I'm a Starbucks bitch. Like I realized this about myself. I would wear that shirt. But Starbucks has the PSL. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts for anything actually at all, because their coffee tastes gross to me. Do not come for me. Everyone has their preferred spot. Everyone has their preferred taste. Do not come for me. No, thank you. I'm not here for it. I go where I prefer. I am a 32 year old adult who makes her own money. I will not be told where to get coffee. Thank you. Anyway, I don't prefer if it's the only thing around, obviously, like I'm not going to go uncaffeinated. Like that's insane. But I, I I don't seek out Duncan. Though I think there is one right next to my Starbucks. 
I don't recall. A lot of them near me though are not independent. They're like in gas stations and there's nothing wrong with a gas station, but I don't like to go in a gas station. They always smell like weird stale donuts and like weird stale slushies. And there's just, there's just a lot of going on in a gas and I just don't need to, and I get gas at Costco. So like, I'm not going to a gas station to get coffee. That's not me. I'm not Morgan Wallen. He says in one of his songs, something about, I think it's in more than my hometowns, like something about gas station coffee. I don't know, but that's his choice. He's not going to Dunkin' either. He's going to a gas station. I don't know. Anyway, Funkin' Dunkin', you're here to hear first. But isn't that fucking cute? It's so cute. I think it's so, they could do so much. And like, I'm not in marketing or PR or like anything in that category, but I know coffee. I'm well-versed. I have friends that are well-versed. We as a team, we could team up and be the greatest Punkin' Dunkin' team. But they don't want us. They don't, they think they're doing better. They think, they think they're owning the coffee game when they know they're, they're the Burger King of, of coffee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Starbucks is the McDonald's. Dunkin' is the Burger King. I did not imagine this conversation going this way today. <laughs> I'm very sorry if I'm offending you. If you're a Dunkin' person, if you're from the Northeast and you live off Dunkin', if you literally run on Dunkin', good for you. I am so happy for you that you have found your beverage. I am so thrilled. I will say that the extra large iced coffee at Dunkin' is superbly larger than the one at Starbucks but I still don't like the taste no matter how big it is. So I'm sorry. I'm so glad you found your people and your place and your spot, but it's not for me. And I will not take back that I said it's the Burger King of coffee. I will not because it's Starbucks is the McDonald's. I'm not wrong. I could provide more evidence. I'm going to choose not to, but I'm not wrong. This really took a turn. See, this is what happens when I, when I record in the afternoon and I've done all the things I have to do and I have just time to spew my own thoughts. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. My phone is frozen. I can't get to the good stuff. It's September 1st, which means I can officially start watching Hocus Pocus with absolutely no regard for my husband and his like, it's not fall, which I realize like the fall equinox is on the 21st. Like we have three weeks. I get it, but it's fall. It's fall everywhere. It's so hot here. It's still 95 degrees, but if I could wear flannel and boots, I would. Somebody out there is someone somewhere is wearing a felt hat and thigh high boots and one of those suede skirts with a flannel and they look cute. They might be sweating, but they look cute. I don't know if I could pull one of those hats off. What do you think? If you think I could, please let me know. Because like I do have a head for hats, but it's mostly like baseball hats. Like I'm a baseball hat queen because I only wash my hair once a week, as you know. Ugh, my listeners are so loyal. <laughs> All nine of you. <laughs> no, there's more. Please, there's more than that. Come on. Come on. I would still do the show if there was nine of you. Again, not a narcissist, but I'm making someone's day better and I have to keep that going. Because if I can bring you joy and make this world a little bit happier, now every Friday, previously every Thursday, I'm going to do that. And that's my gift to the world. Perhaps I have other gifts in store, but I just, currently, none come to mind. (laughs) 
Okay, I just took a sip and I like watched the fruit so it didn't migrate through the tiny hole. See, it would be a benefit of having a straw to like not get the fruit. But then sometimes when you move your straw, you move the fruit and the fruit gets in the straw. I Like there has to be some sort of like mesh we can put over <laughs> this little hole. That way we get the liquid, like a strainer. We get the liquid, but not the fruit. What's that phrase? Like, is it about butter? It's like separating the milk from the whey or something like that. Like we need to do that with the, with the fruit drinks. But as I said, they're phasing out. It's about to get cold. Winter is coming. Speaking of winter, I am watching House of the Dragon. It's great. It's great. I'm also re-watching Game of Thrones and I feel like the first season parallels so many things in the seventh season that I, or no, the, whatever the last season was, eight, seven, I don't remember, that I didn't really notice because I watched the first, all of the seasons up until the last one I watched in like a big batch because I wanted to know what the hoopla was about about Game of Thrones because I didn't have HBO for a while. But it is, it's, Game of Thrones was so good. And House of the Dragon is equally as good. It's great. The music just like hits you with the feels because you're like, this is Game of Thrones. And then there's like, excuse me, people getting beheaded and like limbs and like jousting. This is not, this is not a spoiler. Like there's bloodshed, you know. But this last episode was like one of those like teeing up plot lines episode where like not a lot of action happens. So I'm just like, oh, it's a bunch of blonde people speaking. Like speaking in like code, you know. I don't it was a good episode, but like I like the action. <laughs> I really do. <sighs> okay. The VMAs were on Sunday, and I was torn between watching the VMAs and then watching House of Dragon. But the Swifty in me said, You have to watch the VMAs. Taylor's nominated for five things. She's gonna show up. Like I just knew. Just knew she was gonna show up. It was in Jersey. She lives in New York. She she has to win. The All Too Well short film is spectacular. It might be nominated for an Oscar. It has all the requirement thingamajigs. I saw a Twitter about it. When I tell you, when I saw her on the carpet looking so ethereal and magical and glamorous. I was like, oh my God, Taylor is back. I am so excited. And I'm going to try not to bore you with all the Swifty things I know from what happened at the VMAs, but this is what I know in a nutshell. Taylor won publicly two awards, but then privately three. Like there was, like, it's kind of like the Oscars. Like there's awards that we don't hear about but they're given and so she has five vmas for the night she won all the things she was up for she gets up there because she wins video of the year obviously and she gets up there and she goes i thought it would be a good time to tell you and when i went (gasps) my husband was like what 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 and i was like shut up shut up and she like took a pause because i'm sure she knew everyone in america was like shut up shut up shut up and she goes my new album comes out October 21st. And when I tell you, I like screamed. And my husband was like, oh no. (laughs) It was like, oh great. (laughs) More Taylor. Taylor Swift 10 is coming. 
it's coming. So what I have learned from TikTok, because I let the Swifty TikTokers do the work and I just recoup the benefits. Like I am not going to sit here and make a TikTok about all the Easter eggs in a video that's seven years old or five years old or like what the things mean and the colors. I, I, I can't like I barely have enough brain power as it is these days, but like I will, I will listen. I will listen. So what the Swifties of the internet figured out is that she's been teasing this since Lover because this new album called Midnights is the sister album to Lover because Lover was supposed to be called Daylight, which that's a great song off that album, by the way, Daylight. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, so Lover's sister album is Midnights, which means First of all, Folklore and Evermore, we know we're, we're separate and completely random because we didn't know the pandemic was going to happen, right? So, like, we're, we're out of those eras, which, like, I like. I like those albums a lot. I love some of the songs, but I, lo- but I am so ready for, like, a true fashion, color scheme, attitude era. I am so fucking here for it. I'm so excited. And this also means that we finally get a tour. Oh my God. We finally get a tour after five years of waiting and waiting, waiting. We didn't get Lover Fest. We didn't get a tour for Lover. She was never going to tour Folklore and Evermore because she just wasn't because they were one-offs. Like I previously just said, we're getting a tour and I'm going to spend any amount of money. I don't give a fuck. If she wants five grand, for a seat in the nosebleeds. One, I will take a Xanax and sit there. And two, I will pay it. I am so excited. And, oh, and I hope, I hope, I hope when she tours, allegedly it's this summer, allegedly everything's alleged. We get, we get justice for Lover because I love Lover. I listen to it all the time. It's so good. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yay. And like the Swifties are doing a lot of work in terms of like colors and what this means. And like there was like a clock released and it it just there's so much, there's so many things. And like I'm gonna let the Swifties do that. And like not that I'm a non-Swifty, but like I'm not TikTok Swifty. I'm gonna let them have their moment and their like investigative work because it's very important. But October 21st, we're getting new music, 13 new songs of Taylor. I'm so excited. Apparently it's already slated as a rock album, which is cool as fuck. Oh, I'm so excited. And for those of you who hate Taylor Swift, like I don't understand you. (laughs) I don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe no one who listens to this podcast hates Taylor Swift. If you, if you don't prefer her, that's different than like hate. And like, if you're a Kanye stan, I get it. I would see why it's all like a tad misconstrued, but oh. I'm so excited. I, th- okay. May I just say that because of this podcast, I watched the VMAs because it's it's content. I got to absorb the content. The same reason I watched the Oscars. So the two biggest award show moments this year I witnessed in real time, which is such a gift, which is such a gift. Like my feelings are organic. Like I'm in the moment. I watched Chris Rock after he got slapped. I watched Taylor tell us our lives are about to change. Had I had to find out about this of the internet, I'd have been pissed. Like, oh, so like, I can't watch every award show. 
I do watch the Oscars because like the fashion. Like, what if exciting things keep happening and they're only on award shows? Because award shows have gone downhill so badly. But like, these two things have been just top five pop culture moments of the year. Yeah, I'm saying that. I would say the Oscar slap is the top pop, 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 top pop culture moment of the year. For sure. For sure. Nothing's going to usurp that. No, I don't think so. Because it was just so wild. If you need brush up on that, it was in March. My mom was on the show. We talked about it. I forgot what we called the show. Oh, lights, camera, slaption. That's what it's called. <laughs> I just, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Yay. Oh, love it. And Paul was like, you're going to spend thousands of dollars to go see Taylor Swift? Yeah. I don't know why that's so surprising. Hello. And he's like, would you spend that much to see the Backstreet Boys? I was like, okay, first of all, the Backstreet Boys, while they still put out new music and while they still are fucking killing the game and just Nick Carter is just like so hot. I love him. Oh my God. His voice is like butter. Anyway, their tickets don't cost that much. They are not this mm, suspenseful, secretive, I don't want to say calculated because I don't mean it in a negative sense, but like everything Taylor does is so meticulously planned and thought out. That's what I mean. Like she's just so meticulous. The Backstreet Boys, while I love them dearly, they're not, they're not meticulous at all. (laughs) Nor they need to be. They don't need to be. But Taylor has taken it upon herself to make her meticulous, meticulousness, meticulous behavior part of her whole aesthetic. The whole thing about Taylor Swift is we don't know what's coming next. But then when we find out what it was, we were really told years ago in a hint, in an Easter egg. It's amazing. Even if you hate her, you got to hand it to her. Like her, her own PR and her own branding is amazing. It's amazing. It's like she's essentially the musician version of Hermes. We work so hard to get anything, to build a rapport, to get an associate that likes us. And then one day we will be offered a bag. One day we'll have a a leather appointment. We will accept anything we're given. We are begging for product. It's It's so fucking smart. Oh my God. I will wrap this up by saying... That Dunkin' Donuts needs this energy for Pumpkin Dunkin'. <laughs> they do. I'm sorry. If they had 1% of Taylor Swift's PR, they would be the McDonald's. But they're not. Do you think that's offensive to McDonald's because McDonald's has coffee? But, like, who actually likes their coffee? Nobody. Okay, we're going to move on because, as you know, I could talk about this all day, but there is there is other news, actually. So, first things first, Kelsey Ballerini has announced that she's getting divorced from her husband, Morgan Evans, after five years of marriage. That's very sad. I always feel sad when couples get divorced. Just for the sheer fact that, like, you promised to love this person forever and now you don't. And that that's not, you know, I'm not slamming them or anything, but, you know, it it's just sad. Um... I remember when she started dating him and this, I don't know why this like sticks in my head, 
but I don't know if that's how she phrased it, but she basically was like, look at me. I have a boyfriend and like her having a boyfriend. She made it seem like it was like such a completion of her like goals. Like, Oh, I finally got a man. And like, are we not above that? Like, you know, when you're young and you're like, well, this isn't this, but like, at least I, this guy has a crush on me. It's like, who cares? You know, like Kelsey Ballerini is more than her marriage, you know, and she's wildly more successful than him, which is good for her, bad for him. I don't know how that will shake out in their divorce, but that has, I, I wonder if that led to something. I mean, she just performed in Shania Twain's dress for Shania Twain at her something like rock and roll hall of fame induction, like something massive, something huge. I'm like, what's Morgan Evans doing? You know? And like, there's so many Morgans in country, but I feel like he's just going to fall through the cracks. Like he's talented. Sure. But like, isn't everyone in Nashville? It's music city. Like everyone can sing. Everyone can play guitar. And I would have thought that being married to her would have furthered his career, but it hasn't. So Best of luck to both of them. I hope they're happy elsewhere. Um, in rekindle news, Irina Shake and Bradley Cooper seem back together. They were on a family vacation and took like lovey-dovey photos with one another, and they share a daughter. So that's very that's so good. Okay, I love when people reconcile if for the right reasons, you know. So I love that. Best best to them. Um, they were never married, I don't think, but they were like a long time relationship, something like that. Hmm. What else is going on here? Excuse me. So there's quite a bit of beef in country music right now, and it has nothing to do with music. Um, Brittany Aldine is feuding. Well, that's not true. Maren Morris and Cassidy Pope are feuding at Brittany Aldine. Brittany Aldine had a post, I think, of, like, makeup or some kind of, like, beauty. And she was like, I'm glad. And before I say this, let me just find it so I don't paraphrase. Before I recap the story, I do not agree with hurtful things that are said on either side. I'm just reporting the news. So, um, hang on. There's a lot of Britneys I follow, apparently. But I don't follow Brittany Aldine. Um, okay. Um, is it this? Okay. So Brittany posted like a reels of her doing her glam. And she said, I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through my tomboy phase. I love this girly life. I can understand why someone who is sensitive to topics of gender would take this negatively. Certainly. I can also understand why someone who has been pretty vocal about their political beliefs would phrase something like this on social media. It simply drives their point home. You know, I see both sides, but I'm questioning why. So basically, Maren Morris and Cassidy Pope were like, you're a bully. What's wrong with you? Like, you know, all this, this, and that, like you're being insensitive and like 
tried to take up for the community that she was offending. But it turned into this like, it's turning into this like gross fight. And like, Brittany Aldi didn't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Like, no matter who's right, whoever you feel is right in this scenario, the person who said this and who has been strong in their convictions, no matter what side, they're not going to change their mind. You know? And I don't think Brittany Aldine was going around like, oh, I'm going to insult trans kids today. I don't think so. And if she was, if she was, that sucks. But that's her prerogative. You know, it's her social media. It's her words. Like, I... You know, it, it's it's not unlike other things that she has said politically, you know, but Maren Morris and Cassidy Pope were, were just really trying to change her mind and really trying to take her down and she's having none of it. And like, it is, it is kind of like, I don't want to say, what am I trying to say? It's, it's so interesting to me that people are so keen to try to change somebody's mind, especially when they're like so steadfast in whatever they think, even if they're wrong. If I met someone tomorrow who was like, the earth is flat, I'd be like, you're a psycho, crazy, uneducated, unintelligent person who is, but they'd be like, can you prove to me the earth is round? And I would try, but if they don't believe me, they simply don't believe me. The problem is that saying you're a flat earther doesn't really offend someone personally. So I can, I can definitely see why they were like, you're being an insensitive piece of shit. I can totally understand. But like, why have this fight? Why have this fight on social media? And why try to like band together to bring this person down who you're not going to bring down and you end up being a bully? Like, it just seems kind of, I don't know. It just, it just seems, it seems like it's going to fall on deaf ears. You know, like if you really want to make a difference for that community and you really want to take up for them and be an example, then work in a more enlightened way to be an example. Advocate for trans rights, advocate for LGBTQ plus community, whatever's like there's always something else to do that's more productive than screaming at somebody on Twitter. You know, and it, it just, it's kind of like a little virtue signally to just like say all these words and then not have any oomph behind it. You know, like that's what I hate. Like at least at minimum, not that I agree with her, but Brittany Aldine is strong in her convictions and will prove that to you and will work for politically and socially, whatever with people to enact whatever change that she wants, you know, like, and I'm sorry, like it's not illegal to be a Democrat, it's not illegal to be a Republican. People acting like it's so abhorrent that one person voted a certain way. I'm so over that, guys. Oh, I'm so over it. Like, you're a Republican? You're a liberal? Like, I am so appalled. Why? Half the country is one thing. Half the country is another. We only have a two-party system. You know? I, I don't... The, the whole acting like someone is egregious for, for believing something is so old. Like, I'm so over it. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it. Because it's, it never fosters appropriate communication. It never fosters change. 
It doesn't foster anything but crap. So, so again, like, I don't know why Marin and Cassidy Pope fought this because Brittany Aldean has been very vocal about other things politically. I believe she publicly supported the former president and a few other things. And she's friends with Candace Owens, which I know she's a very polarizing person. <laughs> but I just, I, I, this is, so after all of what she said and after all of what she's put out there, content, twi- tweets, uh, like pictures with certain political figures, like this is what you're mad about. You could have gotten mad before. But this, I, I don't know. I don't, it just, it's, it seems... It seems like they are not using their energy for good and it's just going to get wasted. And I'm sitting here talking about it. So I'm probably part of the problem, but anyway, and this honestly is a really great example of like, you're not going to change someone's mind just because you want to. And I do think a lot of people in this country specifically, because I live here need to learn that lesson because again, this like piggybacks, I said before, it's exhausting to constantly feel like you're either a fighting to defend yourself politically, or you can't say anything on either side. I know plenty of people on each side that like are silent because there's people with, what are those things called? Megaphones that are always screaming. You know, it's like, how am I going to get a word in with this person? You know, it's just, it's tiring. Like we, we all need to grow up a little bit. We all need a little bit of discourse and a little bit of like civility. Like that would be great. Like we are civilians, those of us who live here. And even if you're in the military, just be civil. We are, we can be civil civilians. We can, we can do it. And we can all be friends just because you're an X, Y, and Z doesn't mean I can't be your friend or you can't be my friend. You know, I have friends that I differ with politically 99.9% and they're still my friend, you know? I'm just saying, and it, like, it's an election year. So we like have to remember that like at the end of the day, our vote is equal to everyone else's and our voice can change the world. Yes. I totally agree. But like, we need to be fucking nice to each other. We're, we already have a mental health crisis in this country. We don't need to make it worse. Ugh. Okay. I'm moving on. I'm sorry. I simply cannot anymore with this story. It riles me up because I just, there's so many other things in the world to focus on. Like there's, 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 so, there's, there's so much more happening to, than to, uh, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. What else is going on? Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with Camilla Maroney, probably because she turned 25. I'm sure everyone's seen the meme at this point. She turned 25 like last week and suddenly they're over. I saw this really funny meme that was like, it's because he had to go to the birth of his next girlfriend. <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my God. While terrible, funny, and while funny sucks, like that, that sucks, you know, that that's in fact terrible. Like we don't need to, we don't need, we don't need to do that. No, 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 no. We certainly don't. Um, let's see. Let's see. Some selling sunset news, but I don't care. I don't watch selling sunset. Don't cancel me. Um uh yesterday was the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death. She died in a car accident in a tunnel in Paris. 
the events of her death are obviously very, not only horrific, but some would say questionable. Um, Her legacy that she leaves behind is her two sons. And at times that's unfortunate (laughs) because one of her sons is Harry. And that leads me to my next little tidbit of news. I did not listen to the Meghan Markle podcast. There's two episodes out now. This last week was her episode with Serena Williams. And this week was her episode with Mariah Carey. And they discussed the word diva. So her whole shtick on this podcast, if you listen to last week, because I kind of explained it, was like deconstructing the words that hurt women. Which, okay, fine. I said last week that if Gloria Steinem came on her podcast, I would listen. That has not yet happened. So I have not listened. Caitlin did tell me she was going to hate listening to it. <laughs> so I have to see if she did. Let me text her. Let me text her. Let me see. Did you hate listen to Megan's pod? Um, Because I, I simply can't take in any more Markle, honestly. But so <clears throat> not only did that diva interview come out or episode, but an interview she did with Cut Magazine came out as well, in which... Megan recalls people saying to her that people of the Commonwealth, like all over the world, were dancing in the street, comparing their joy to when Nelson Mandela was freed. And I simply cannot understand why anyone would ever say anything like that but then type it and print it. That to me is so narcissistic, disgusting, like holier than thou righteous that it's insane. I'm sorry. I do not believe anyone ever said that. Her wedding was not Nelson Mandela's freedom. After decades of apartheid and war and just violence? Absolutely not. Hell no. No, 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 no. Caitlin got back to me and she said, not yet. I need to be in the right mental state. Girl, I hear you. I hear you. Also love a friend that texts you back immediately while on a show. That's, I love closing that loop. Anyway, so she gets compared to Nelson Mandela. And then apparently In this article, she also talks about how her life is so normal. But then sometimes the other moms are shocked when she picks Archie up from school every day. If you're there every day, why are they shocked? If you're so normal and you're there every day and you've become so routine, why are the other moms craning their necks to look at you? I can't. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like spewing hate. I'm doing the thing that I said I wasn't going to do and like be super negative. But this just, she's not doing any good. For, what what good for the world is she doing? What are you doing? You are so full of yourself. You are so full. Of, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't say this every episode, but I will just because like I, this piggybacks off of what Mariah Carey said to her. Mariah Carey essentially said, well, you're a diva. And apparently Meghan Markle was like, what? You think I'm a diva? And Mariah Carey's like, yes. First of all, when Mariah Carey, the diva of all divas, the queen diva, 
tells you you're a diva. It's true. And while that may not be a negative thing, we all agree you are a diva. Like, hello. And I, I simply can't, I can't live in this, this reality that like everything Meghan Markle is telling us is true. When there's other people, other witnesses, other things being like, that didn't happen that way. That, that wasn't how that happened. This isn't it. There's two sides to every story. And then there's a the truth. I don't believe her. Maybe I don't believe the other people. I want to know the truth. And maybe I never will. But like, I'm so over her. And like, she, every time I open Spotify, she's right there. She beat Joe Rogan. Which that takes a lot because Joe Rogan has like 40 million views on some podcasts. Or listens, whatever. Ugh. I just can't get over the fact that someone compared her to Nelson Mandela. And I'm sorry, this might be controversial and I don't mean to like be shocking. And what am I going to say? If that, if that's how you take it, she is worth more than being black. I'm sorry. She is. She's an educated person. She married a prince and wanted to do such good work. They were going to do such great things. They had plants, they had charities, they had patronages, they had all the things. And then they left and they gave all those up. And now, now they're quote unquote, building a brand, la 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 la. And everything constantly goes back to how she's half black. Does anyone still care? And I, and I'm not negating any of the racism that was put towards her. I think that's incredibly wrong and incredibly vicious and completely unnecessary, but she is worth more than simply being a black woman. She is a very successful, very educated black woman. And I think that does mean a lot, especially to those communities, but it's not everything about her. And for her to make it everything about her, I feel perpetuates her, the narrative that there's racism revolving around her. And that needs to end. Like we can't, like, it's not a wow. Like, Oh, she's still black. Like what? What? Like, I'm so, I'm sorry. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. (laughs) It drives me crazy because Anybody is worth more than that. Anybody is worth more than the color of their skin. Everyone is. And for it to be reduced, 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 reduced is maddening. I find it maddening. (sighs) Anyway, and she had, she, in the clips that I saw, and like, obviously my TikTok is very refined. I see a lot of royal things. I heard clips and it was like, you know, me and Harry have twin desks and we work alongside each other and we're, we're building a business. What tangibly is your business? Your business is that you married into the royal family. That is the foundation of the things that you do for the rest of your life. That is why you are famous. You are not famous because you were an actress who also wants to be an advocate. That is not why you are famous. And has anyone not told her that? Or is everyone just blowing smoke up her ass? Like, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like truly the reason she is famous is because she married Harry. And I don't think anyone's told her otherwise. Like, I don't think anyone's been like, hey, um... We know you were an actress and we know you were like, you know, um, had famous friends and did a lot with the UN and wrote a letter to Linda Ellerby 30 years ago and made a difference. But um, that's not why people want to see you. 
I just, and, and I'm sure she probably resents it. She probably resents the fact that she married a prince. Resenting it while living in a $20 million house. I said it. I know. I said it. I said it. I'm going to get canceled. But since we don't believe in cancellations here at the Weekly Kate, you cannot cancel me. I will still be here. I'm sorry. This is just a lot of energy. (laughs) I just think it's crazy. Like, again, like this and the Brittany Aldean, Maren Morris, Cassidy Pope stuff, like there's so much else going on in the world. And we have to just be reduced I just, it maddens me. It truly maddens me. Anyway, let's find a happier story. Someone getting married or having a baby or like doing something great. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't see any wedding news. Um, (laughs) Oh, hang on. Paul texted me. He's getting on a plane. Not to Canada. But he is coming back to Florida today. Let's see. Is there any good news? Oh, the Venice Film Festival is happening. That's exciting. There's going to be some awesome fashion coming out of that. I love that. Love that. Let's see what this is. This Sydney Sweeney looking just gorgeous. Sydney Sweeney is the Tory Burch ambassador and it looks really good on her. Like it's an American brand, an American girl. Ugh. It's, it's stunning. I love it. I love it. I'm not seeing any positive news other than Taylor Swift, who's here to save us. Oh, wait. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out September 30th, which is my anniversary. So, like, I have plans to watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> but I'm I'm very excited. Oh, um, Instagram just told me that it's Kelly and Miles Teller's anniversary. Oh, I love them. I love Oh, speaking of, I did buy Top Gun. I spent 20 bucks. My husband the other day was like, did you buy Top Gun? I was like, yeah. He's like, why? It's like, um, because it's $4 to rent each time. And if I watch it five times, I've paid for it. And he was like, I can't believe you did that. What? You can't believe I did that. I've been raving about this movie for months. You live here. The other day, my hormones were like freaking raging. Cause you know, I just, you know, you know, in certain times, of the cycle where you feel like you could peel the paint off the walls with your mind. That's how I felt. And he was just not traveling. He was here. And I kept asking him why he followed me around the house. And he goes, I live here. (laughs) It's like, yes, but you don't have to follow me everywhere I go. Our house is while probably on the smaller end, like not encroachably small. Why are you following me? And he's like, okay, I'll leave. Like, go breathe another person's air. Like, seriously. Like, it was just one of those days. It it was just one of those days. And that's okay. It's fine. I feel better. And I realized he's not here. And that's why I feel better. Because it's just like, just like, leave me alone, man. You know? Like, I leave him alone when he asks. I never get left alone. Because I was like, but I want to make you feel better. I don't want to feel better. I want to just live in this attitude. (laughs) Because I feel like if we gave in, if we give in to the feelings, they're over quicker. You know, like if you need a good cry and then you cry, it's over. If you fight your cry and you spend hours or days thinking it's not going to happen and then it does, you've spent hours and days suffering. Just cry and get it over with. 
or just yell or break something. I want to go to a rage room, but we need to like, I want to like bring my own shit. I want to bring like, like medical supplies, <laughs> like a pump that's always beeping or like patient cords or like just like shit that I want to break on a daily basis. <laughs> If anyone knows of one or like works at a rage room, specifically a rage room for healthcare workers, please fill me in because I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go there. That would be so great. Okay. Let me look just one more time at news. There is other news happening, but again, I don't report on everything. And there's some stuff that's just incredibly complex. Um, 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 um. Let's see. Let's see. There's a feud going on between Olivia Wilde and Shia LaBeouf. The long and short of it is Shia LaBeouf was supposed to play Harry Styles' role in Don't Worry Darling, a movie that's coming out this year. And then he had his sexual assault allegations and lawsuits brought up. His side of the story says he chose to leave the film due to all of those things. I don't know if there was pressure on set or whatever, but that's what he chose. Her side of the story is that she fired him and tried to be like this like feminist advocate. And then he was like, oh no, 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 I didn't get fired. I left. And then he brought the receipts and had a voicemail from her being like, don't leave, blah, blah, blah. And like, she looks freaking guilty. And it just like looks really bad for her. And then what's worse is that this movie, Florence Pugh is in it. And Florence Pugh has said because of how she and Harry Styles acted on set and how they've been treated afterwards or how she's been treated afterwards, she will not be promoting the film except for the Venice Film Festival, which is right now. So next week, I'll have a lot to say about that, I think. But I really like Florence Pugh. I really like her a lot. I think she's the next... I would say she's the next Jennifer Lawrence just because she's a little bit younger and like doesn't have that gusto quite behind her yet, but she's going to be a great actress and going to be around forever. And I have no reason but to believe her, you know, like I have no reason. I feel like Olivia Wilde is kind of flailing with like, she tried to tell this lie and then she got caught and then she's like trying to tell these lies about Jason Sudeikis and Jason Sudeikis is like, A, I don't care, but B, like what? And it's just like girly give it up. Like you already have Harry Styles. Like, do you need anything else? Seriously, seriously, seriously. <sighs> I believe that's it. Um, yeah, we'll end there. I think I've said enough today. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the weekly Kate. I'm going to have such a surprise for you next week. Look out tomorrow afternoon on the Instagram or today afternoon. If you're listening on Friday, um, for the surprise video, it does include my husband includes him on a quest, an autumnal quest. I'll say it's going to be, Oh guys, it's going to be, it's going to be my best work yet. I just know it. I just know it's going to be my best work. Um, thank you again for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review and comment and subscribe, share the show with your friends, share me on Instagram, Instagram stories, reshare my shit, get me out there so I can take over the world, have a better podcast for you and maybe get, pretty, um, scheduled lined up co-hosts that always, you know, banter with me. And then I won't just be me rambling to myself perhaps. Anyway, I will see you next week. And as always have a wonderful week. Bye.